get the glare out of my way real quick go ahead hook it up hook it up and let me get the record button going here record. you do your thing recording oh so awesome to see you guys i know it's good to see you too yeah it's been a minute how's it going oh busy busy man it's crazy here i was actually just in rockville the other day oh yeah yeah i had to go for work so is it cold is it getting like is it winter yeah, it was. I got. I was there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Came yeah. home. Tuesday was actually nice out, but Sunday, Monday was a little cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the winter is a coming. Yes, it is. Meanwhile, we are here with shorts and tank tops. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know where you. I know exactly. Where you are. He's I like, I know, where you are. I, know exactly, I know exactly where you are. Don't forget that. So, I know, and I wish I was there. So we actually just went. Philadelphia just went back into lockdown yesterday. Oh, you guys are back. Yeah, we've been, but I know the United States has been like... It's, it's separate, uh, like towns and cities and states, all different. Philly just started again yesterday. They reclosed all the restaurants, gyms, everything. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. weeks. So, till January 1st now, everything's shut down. All the restaurants done, everything, the whole, it's shut down. Oh, see, they're six weeks. And they're yeah. going to, I mean, they're going to go through the holidays because they don't want people going out and doing this and doing well. that. Nobody pay, Nobody listens here in Philly at all. Nobody listens. Yeah. So, yeah, thank God. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, here in, in Port, the Portuguese are so obedient. Oh so yeah. Yeah, like the the government just says do this, and they're like, okay, and everybody does it. You know. Yeah, not here. No. <laughs> it's, the exact, it's the exact opposite of that here. There's not much critical thinking here. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good and bad, right? Totally. <laughs> Calling. can get you in bad places <laughs> yeah so i thank you guys so much for taking the time i really appreciate it so what i really want to do just is kind of have a conversation around you know and when i was driving to the italian market this morning i was listening to your walk and talk from today and uh it feels like forever ago because we took a nap yeah and it was like early this morning it was like yeah. early and, uh, and you know when you take a nap in between, it just feels like it's a new day. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the stuff you were saying this morning, man, you know, I was trying to explain to my friend last night about, like, when I came and had that, like, private lesson with you. And just, like, the movement and, you know, how it, how it kind of affected me and, like, a lot of stuff I never realized before I kind of just was in that room. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I can't, it's hard to explain. And I know you talk a lot about, it's hard to explain it. But I think this morning, you did a really good job about uh, talking about the part of, 
you know, working on yourself where there's nobody else to help you that ultimately it's you. And that to me is kind of one of the biggest things that I discovered in my life that really kind of made a difference for me of really understanding that and like feeling it and being in it for a while. And like, so if somebody who's like never stepped into that spot or has never felt that, like, what would you say or try to help them to get there somehow or to help them to feel that for the first time? Man, Jeff, that's like the question, you know, because I think like that's almost what saves you when you're, when you almost real when you realize you're like, all right, I'm in this game alone. Like it's done. That's it. And I think that to me, in my mind, that so links up to death. And like, I feel like once you become, I know this is like way out there and it might not seem to link up, but once you feel comfortable with death or looking at death, at least it kind of makes you understand what life is because, you know, like I said this morning, like you're born into this world alone and you leave alone. And even though in between you do come across all these people and all these energies and you feed off each other and you learn from each other. At the end of the day, it's all in here. Like, cause I was, you know, I remember my life, like when I was at my lowest point and I was in Bali and it was beautiful, it was stunning. It was like the place that I should have been the happiest. And I was so miserable in my mind. I couldn't escape the prison, no matter how beautiful it was outside, you know? Sure. And, yeah and it's been the same like if you if you flip it around like i've been in in places where it was like nothing nobody would even want to be there but i was so happy that i was so entertained with myself and thrilled and i think when you start to have awareness of those moments when you start to realize that all that really matters is what goes on between your two ears those thoughts that's when it starts to click i think and that's when you can make the connection between like okay the thoughts are who I think I am. And if the thoughts are who I think I am, then I have to like look at these thoughts, you know? And there's no one that can convince you outside of your thoughts. You know, if you think about it, like all those people that go and they get, you know, self-help and, and uh, they talk to their therapist and all those things help, but ultimately it's up to you. It's up to you to change. It's up to you to believe it or to not believe it. It's up to you to feed yourself good shit and not junk food, right? Mind junk food. It's all up to you. Right. But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to that, to be like, all right, all right, what am I going to do to better my thoughts, to better what I put into my mind? Because I think a lot of people think about maybe or maybe not, I'd like to think, what they put into their bodies because you can physically see it. They don't think about what they put into their mind, you know? Sure. And it starts there. It starts with yeah. that awareness. And we had a little special appearance there by Gaucho. Be able to say that there, there he is, the legend, the legendary, totally. the legendary lady killer, Gaucho. Totally, all of seven <laughs> months, and he's already killing everybody. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of—I was so hyped from after this morning. I was like, man, I can't wait to talk to her. We kind of jumped into it. So, yeah, I, cool. I want to take take a step back and I guess I should introduce you guys and let people know who you are. Um, who the hell are these people? Yeah. And obviously welcome everybody to episode three of the happy hour podcast. We kind of got right into it when we got on the video. So sorry, we didn't do an intro, but my guest today uh, live from Portugal and exactly where are you guys living in Portugal? Cause I met you guys both one of you in Cascais and one in Carcavelos, 
but like exactly where do you live and tell everybody maybe where you guys actually are in Portugal. I think the Portuguese should answer that question. So we are in Cascais. It's very, it's very near to Carcavelos, like 15 minutes. Okay. So center, of, center of the country, uh, nearby the beach, um, nearby forest. It's beautiful here. Yeah, it is very beautiful. And Tamara Levinson and Ruben, I don't know your last name. How do you, and I guess maybe if you could say it in Portuguese or say it traditionally, how you would pronounce it? Santos. A Ruben, Ruben Santos is your full name? Excellent. And uh, just maybe tell everybody kind of your guys, you know, how you kind of got to where you are now, or maybe just a little background about yourselves and, you know, how you got to your moment now in time together in Portugal. Oh, <laughs> I'll make that brief. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the mini version of the very the mini, mini version. Mini version is uh, little Tamara was uh, born in Argentina and then moved to the United States at six years old. She was doing her little gymnastics thing along the way, went to Olympic Games representing the United States. That led her into this little dance career with all these well-known artists. Um, and then all of that movement stuff led her, I love that I'm doing this in third person, <laughs> led her into basically going back to what she loved, which is moving because it feels good, moving because it connects me to a higher something, moving because it's therapeutic. And um, so then I, I just started sharing that all over the world. I started touring with, with um, what I teach or what I guide people through, which I call movement simply. And uh, one fine, happy day, it led me to Portugal. And, uh, and I looked down, and there was a little football beach here. They play football. It's, it's a sport well-known in Brazil. And, and Portuguese are very good. And I looked down, and I'm like, ooh, who's that? Well, it didn't go like that, but that's how I like to think of it in my mind. And then, and then we, we met there, and it seemed that we had a lot of uh, things that were very aligned and uh, good energy together. And that's kind of where Ruben came into my life. And then a couple months later, I was like, hey, I like that Ruben guy. I'm gonna move to Portugal and marry him. And so here we are. Awesome. That's, that's my version yeah, of our that's story. Your version. Thanks. Now let, let's hear your version now, Ruben. <laughs> your version of the story. So I was born here in Cascais, uh, lived my whole life in Portugal, um, grew up playing football from six years old till I was 23, 24. Then when I stopped playing football, I went into movement. I just dove in into it, just lost myself completely. Because um, I always love to learn and to improve myself. And I find movement a very good way to get both, both things together. So, I was a Tamara follower <laughs> before, before I met her and I knew she was, she was coming, um, she was around and I texted her, do, do you want to hang out? Do you, do you want to chill? Like, ah, you yeah. slid right in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice work. <laughs> no, but it was innocent, right? It was, it was super, innocent at the beginning. No, right? I, I promise it was super innocent. <laughs> and yeah. No, yeah, smile real innocent. I say, yeah, you're smiling. I was, I see no, for real, for real. I really, <laughs> I really related to, especially to her writings. Her writings, yeah, writing's really, incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Really touched me, and I was very curious. And of course, her movement, is, which is crazy, 
uh, and since I was kind of in the world, I really wanted to to meet her. Uh, that's that's what what happened. Yeah, no, it's it's beautiful, and I mean, you guys do definitely have beautiful energy together. So I think it's a home run. You guys hit a home run. Yeah, um, yeah, we got lucky. And, and I know, you know, you know, and I'll just tell you, I guess now it's a good time for me to give a little background. So I've been following Tamara for probably six or seven, like a long, a long time. Yeah. And then finally, like, you know, I was always like, man, I would love to go to one of those workshops, whatever, whatever. And then I was in, I knew I was going to be in Portugal. And then, you know, after that, I had been following both of you. And I was like, oh, man, I'm there. And I'm, you know, very interested in movement for healing myself from like all the years of football and all that kind of stuff. And I've been practicing yoga since like 2007. And I was I'm always looking, you know, and I've done a lot of yoga traveling in my life for retreats and things, always trying to find more tools and different ways really to just help myself heal, you know, and just also in addition to the physical part, you know, just a lot of, you know, nonsense through my life of just, you know, dealing with and working through stuff. So when I had the chance in Portugal, you know, I did a private movement session with you, Tamara. And then I literally got in an Uber and went right to the beach and had a movement session with you, Ruben. And I couldn't walk for three days after. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was limping around, limping around Lisbon for the next three nights. But, but That's his fault. That's not and, my fault. No, definitely his fault. But, yeah. but that, all that stuff that you wrote me, you know, I printed that out and I have that in a plastic cover and I use it all the time now. And, what I've done a lot over quarantine, not being able to go to the gym and things is I've been just doing a lot of stretching and a lot of movement type stuff, but I've been doing a lot of those stretches and things you told me. And I've just been using like five and 10 pound kettlebells, real light kettlebells and just holding the tension on the kettlebell through the movements and things like that. Yeah. And that's tell, so urban style. And I'll tell you what, man, my joints and everything. We need to regroup, man. We need to regroup, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we definitely need to catch up. I'm off for like 16 days over the Christmas holidays. So we'll definitely get together and do some do a private because I definitely need to like change it up now and do some different things because I've been doing that stuff consistently. So like I feel and I feel like um, like I can like do like some good squat walking and stuff now. You know what I mean? And like I've been doing like I do like five minutes a day. I do the bottom of a squat for like five minutes. I'm up to like five minutes, you know, things like that. So. You know, I know my just personally for me, and then also too, I attended the workshop in New York, and then I also did the workshop in DC. Yeah. I mean, it's you know the the things that you guys talk about have like helped me immensely. You know, in in my movement in my life. So I, you know, I just that's why I wanted to talk to you guys to share that and let people know kind of who you guys are and what you guys are doing because I think what you're doing is incredible. Thanks, Jeff. Thank so you. So I, I really do, and um. And also, too, I have to say thank you from the album video, the video of the dancing that you put up, man. Everybody's like freaking out. All my friends are like, oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. Who is that? Holy shit. Where'd that come from? Yeah. But that mix was so cool, especially for movement. Like, I could tell that you, like, I don't don't know if it was true, but I felt like, yes, he sent me this because he totally got that it worked. So here's exactly why I sent it to you. So what, how I made that was me and my friend have been making music. I made an album like 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. And so we did it again. And over quarantine, I just got Ableton live and I started like recording beats and recording vocals and sending them to my friend. Who's the other guy, my friend, Steven shout out to the other guy. And he does all the production on the podcast and everything. Uh So, uh, 
you know, we started, you know, making this album. And then I was like, what I want to create is I want to create like an hour and I want it to be like a music experience of like, you know, that art of that or that excitement of listening to an album is gone. You know, remember when you go buy an album and you unwrap it and you read the notes and you want to listen to it and you listen to the thing start to finish 10 times in a row, right? Yeah, and it takes you on a journey. Exactly. Yeah. So that was that was the only kind of thing in my mind that I thought of when I wanted to do that. And I just by the way we did it, you know, and you know, a couple there's a couple cover songs in there, you know, because that that broken man, that's Rage Against the Machine lyrics from Rage Against the Machine song, that mm-hmm. born of a broken man. Yeah, yeah. That's rage. And then the sin one is nine inch nails. Um, you know, so there's some cover stuff in there and we just wanted to create something that like had some movement. And then like, when I started listening to it, when it was finished, I was so blown away how incredible, like he made some of those beats and everything. I was like, yo, I was like, if I send this to Tamara, I'm like, she's got to be able to really fuck these beats up, man. I'm like, I got to send it to her. So I was like, I'm going to send it. I'm like, I know she's going to dance to it because they have to, because you can't, you know, help. Yeah, them yeah. So I was, and I never expected it. And I woke up and that was like, I woke up and saw that. I was like, oh man, it was fucking awesome. And then you posted it up. Another one yesterday, too, right? Yeah, there were. Yeah. I did a couple because I went for a while because you totally succeeded. Because first I was like, like Ruben was playing it first, yeah. and I was like, "What did I say to you? What are you listening to?" Or, yeah, I was playing it because because I really was enjoying it. Uh, and she was she was she was cooking, um, and she was like, "What is this? You're listening? Uh, it's Jeff's." And she, and she didn't didn't yeah. get that the first time, like. Are Jeff? Yes. And I, was like, I didn't expect you to be so funky. I was like, what is that? Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, oh, because people send me things all the time. Well, that's what that's one of the things where right before I hit send, I thought for a second in my mind, and I think this is a good lesson too, because in my mind, I was like, dude, she probably gets people send her music all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to just like, man, I'm going to be in that pile of like, oh my God, I can't even listen to this. Cause I'm sure that happens all the time for you. I'm, I, I, I knew it. I mean, people send me cause they're like, maybe you want to dance to this, you know, but, and, and I am really like, I'm super picky with my music, particularly the music that I do my movement to, cause it has to speak to me. If not, like I can't move to something sure. fake, you know, yeah. like I, yeah. I don't know. And some music is really beautiful, but I just can't move to it. And some music, I remember I had one girl, like she sent me stuff and I really, I liked it, but I couldn't move to it. And I wrote her, you know, she checked in, she's like, hey, you know, have you moved to it? I said, I love your music, but I can't, like, it's not for my my dance. And she got really mad at me, yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. you know? But so, but I don't like play with that. Like I just moved to what I like, but that was such a, good journey so i started i was like hey i'm just gonna do a little bit i'm gonna do that song that Ruben pushes you to. pushes you yeah and all of a sudden yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. on a whole freaking journey I, it was awesome. awesome yeah no it was great thank you yeah it was uh it was really fun making it and it was like you know we probably had like 50 hours of stuff to go through so we have like we have so much more stuff to put out. We just did four meditations, four guided meditations that's we so just cool. put together. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a lot of what I've been doing in quarantine is really just learning how to use Ableton good and how to get like good vocal sounds and good drum sounds and stuff. Cause I've been playing percussion for almost like 18 years. I've been playing, I studied with a percussionist. I studied with a Brazilian percussionist for four years um, back, you know, years ago. And my brother was always a musician and a producer and played the drums and all that. So like I taught myself how to play the drums over a number of years and then studied percussion for a long time. 
and then have recently learned how to do a lot of production and stuff like that. Well, it's cool, man. Keep going. It was really a nice gift to get. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, Can I get a volume three? Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll that's probably <laughs> won't be a volume three. But what, what we're going to do is for each uh, each podcast. So this will be fun uh-huh. for you guys. So the other guy is making a new track for the end of every podcast. So oh, cool. when this gets produced and put out, there'll be a track at the end of it that will be a new track fresh for you guys to move to too. So good idea. Yeah. Good, so good, we're going to put, you know, the intro, you know, the intro and the intro track to the podcast and everything is a track that we made. It's an original track because it's on the album. The podcast tracks on the album. And, uh, cool. you know, so the beginning yeah. will be kind of different and then we're going to change the end every, every episode. Some people were asking me where they could get it. So yeah, so a couple of those people, those girls, the Bridget and the other girl, I sent it to them. Oh, great! I I asked them for their email and I sent them the link to the album, so they have it and all everything too. Yeah, so if anybody else asks, just send them my way. I mean, I'm gonna probably I'm gonna get it on Spotify this weekend. The only thing is, I'm a little concerned. I mean, with those cover songs, I don't know how that's gonna go. I got to be careful with Spotify, so we'll see. I mean, but that's my goal is to put it on Spotify and iTunes. I'm going to put it through DistroKid. There's a distribution Uh um, when you put music out. Because, like, when I put my podcast out through Anchor, so you put it out and then it distributes it out all to the platforms for you. Oh, no. So, like, so this podcast, when when episode three comes out, it'll get released and then it'll come out on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, et cetera. It's like six or seven different platforms. Make it easy. Yeah. Yeah, so and it's free too, you know. So how, yeah. So how have you guys? You know, I know. Obviously, I've been following you for a really long time, and I know Ruben, you started to travel more with Tamra, like in the last, like you know, twelve to eighteen months. How are you guys handling? You know, being the global road warrior that you are. How are you handling with the current situation right now? It's been a gift. You know, for me, at least, because I've been traveling for so long. I mean, I feel like my whole life that I was actually asking the universe if I could have a break. Um, So it's been really nice. And we're super lucky because we live in a beautiful place. You know, like we have we're super lucky. I mean, we have the beach. We have the the woods and the forest. Like, I don't know, because, you know, I lived in New York City for like 20 years and I was thinking to myself, damn if i was in new york city right now it would be a a completely different reality for me you know yeah so yeah i mean here we're we're lucky we're we're good wouldn't you say yeah and also we are very we're together anti-social yeah (laughs) so life didn't change much uh and yeah we are good within ourselves we are good with each other and we have luckily we have a very beautiful place like she said to live so Basically, it comes down to that. What's your surrounding? How's, how's yourself? Right. And how's the people around you? Uh, and since we don't have many... <laughs> yeah, we're super peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's we, been great. You're good. Yeah. No, I, I mean, for me, I mean, I've been lucky enough, you know, I still was able to keep my job and then start working remotely, basically. The last yeah. month and a half, I've had to go into work a couple of days a week here and there um, to do some things on site. But I've been super lucky. But Philly's been pretty crazy and pretty bad with all the riots and everything. I mean, Philly's oh, yeah. pretty upside down and wild, um, you know. So it's been a little bit intense. 
but I mean, I'm, you know, I'm super lucky and nothing's really, you know, affected yeah. me too bad. I think the, the United States is going through a whole different thing. It's on, it's like COVID is just one little. Yeah. It's, it's one, yeah, it's yeah. one little thing of the pile. It's one, exactly. one into the pile. Yeah. Yeah. So the so energy like, there is way different, but if mm-hmm. it's just COVID and then, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty chill other than pretty that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys uh, see? I, I mean, I know, and um. I know you guys have the retreat coming up in 2021, but you know, um, have you guys really thought about other than that, what, what kind of your 2021 is going to look like or for you guys? Yes, yes, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all the changes, I mean, a lot of the work, like you said, we used to travel and do it. and, And lately it's just been online. It's been a lot of zoom and, Although that has been amazing, like right now I have a course happening, a month-long course, yes, and yes. we've been meeting three times a week, and it's been awesome. Like there is something to be said about connecting online, Correct. although it's not the same as in person, but we know that, right? Yeah. But with that, it has kind of come to, I guess, to a halt in some sense, because I don't want to, my work is so hands-on, and so is Ruben's really that I don't want to keep giving it like that forever. And I know this is not going to go on forever, but a kind of, uh, I was, we were just looking outside and being like, what else can we do? What else would we want to do? And the universe just brought us a beautiful gift, which is that we're going to open a little burrito, vegan, vegetarian joint right by our house. Awesome. Yeah. And what's funny is like, it's so random, right? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? A little burrito joint? Like, what are you, what are you even talking about? I've been moving my whole life. I mean, we're both athletes. That's what we do. But I love to cook. I've always cooked. And he's always like, your food is so great. And I've always thought that it'd be so nice just to have a business, honestly, where I don't have to move. Like, it's not about me using my body all the time. It can be love in so many different ways. And food is such a beautiful way to give love, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so it's also cool to, like, kind of roll with the punches, to surprise yourself and be like, uh, burritos let's go yeah no i think that's an awesome idea and it's cool because like that area i feel like that right. area needs like something like that right? exactly it's too behind here everything is years and years and years behind like everywhere else it's super old school and they don't have a lot of vegan they don't have a lot of vegetarian there's no such thing as tex-mex or or anything like that it's, you know it's just really portuguese so I think it'll be fun for the neighborhood and it'll be fun for us because we'll be with yeah. the people and yeah. it'll be a few and, and it's where you're from, Rue, so you know people around, right? So you have like friends and people that you grew up with and stuff around too, right? Yep. Which will probably end up being like a little community spot where like people can hang and... Exactly. But the food gonna speak for itself. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. <so hard>. yeah. <laughs> I can't, wait, I can't wait to come eat. Now I definitely have to come back. Yeah, to yeah. Come back. <laughs> yeah but it's, it's a cool way to build, like you said, like just a little community and have like cool music and people can come and hang out. And, you know, and we're doing it with Ruben's mom too. So it's the- it's Oh, the amazing. Weirdos. Little three weirdos there serving some vegan burritos. <laughs> How do you say three weirdos in Portuguese? Maybe that's what you should name them. Come <laughs> <laughs> to the three weirdos. Tres estranhos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. That's cool. And then it also gives you something fun and maybe also like, because one of the other things that I I think about a lot when, you know, when I run into people in my life, especially in like, you know, doing like the self-work and and things like that, I feel like, I guess, how do I put it? 
I understand, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of the amount of energy it takes to hold space for other people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like doing a business like that, you're still serving people, but in a different way and maybe not so much of a have to put that much of like, because I feel like almost to real, the people that I've ran into in my life that have affected me, like in like, you know, the kind of the shadow work type of area, I always am cognizant of how much energy that they're putting out. Yeah. Give you that space. Right. And to make, to curate that space for you to have that experience. So I think it's almost giving you a little bit of a break from that. Right. And not having to like drain your tank all the time. Right. Nailed it. Exactly. Exactly. And I also think that it's really good to be like a person who does many things, who dips their toes into many things, you know, because it just makes you more well-rounded and therefore you can give more in that sense. Like you have more to talk about, more to say, more to share. So I think this will be great for, for all of us. It'll be good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. And you got you yeah. even have a mascot and everything already. So I, mean, I know. I know. Little <laughs> yeah. Mexican guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That little, little mascot you got, that little dude down there. Yeah. And we'll still be doing the movement stuff, but it, you know, it'll be a nice little mix up. Yeah, and you won't have to rely on it as solely, right? As your only in your only source of income right yeah absolutely good for you guys when uh when you plan on opening yeah yeah when you plan on opening january yeah january ninth. yeah and um the holidays there is or the christmas and everything real is it a big deal there in portugal Sort of the holiday, yeah, Christmas holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They celebrate it. Yeah. Yeah. What What would be like? Uh, what would be a traditional Portuguese like food or tradition like for holidays? Like I don't you know. That's the problem. I'm not like the typical Portuguese because my grandmother is from India. My I have I have his dad is Angola. My, yeah, my from Angola. There's a lot of little pieces from everywhere just came to Portugal. His family is just like <laughs> all these beautiful colors, you know? Yeah. It's all over the place. Well, yeah. Then with that with that multi-mix, then do you have any in your family growing up? What a, a, a Christmas tradition or something that, you know, you would make or certain kind of things? I would say here they like the codfish. Yeah, okay. the bacalao. Yeah. Oh, bacalao, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't even know how they make it because I don't like it, so I never eat it. And- well, it's it's funny. Um, my grandparents are from Italy, and bacalao is also one of the Christmas things for Italian, but they call it bacala. They don't call it bacalao. They pronounce it different. Potato, and, potato. Yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> buy, and the way you make it, the Italian is you soak it, you know, rehydrate it, soak it, and then you cook it in tomato sauce. Oh, they cook it in tomato sauce. Yeah, here they don't. They don't cook it. I, I feel like your grandma, it's always white. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's super salty. It's super... Yeah. And they serve it with, like, greens and potatoes and put vinegar on top of it. At least that's what I've noticed. Oh, uh, okay. The seasoning. Yeah. But they eat a lot. There's, like, a lot of food. I can tell you that. Yeah. And a lot <laughs> of sweets. And Portuguese sweets are really, really, really sweet. Like, delicious, but super sweet. Extra, yeah. extra, sweet. extra, extra sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had I had something in Lisbon. I forget. I, I had a sweet. It was like a traditional dessert. I can't remember what it was called, but it was real sweet. I had it from like a some kind of bakery. I forget. Mm-hmm. It was like, like a natta. Was like a little cream thing. Little cream yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. yeah I, lo- I loved all the food when I was there, you know, I, the, I cause I was, I was in St. John, I was in Porto for the St. John festival, which okay. uh, that was, that was pretty fun. Yeah. That's cool. It's a cool culture. It's a, it's a lot of mixes. And, and also because they have a lot of people from Capo Verde, from Angola, you know, from Brazil. So you get like a, a wide variety of, of, of mixes, you know, within this Portuguese realm, this Portuguese speaking realm. It's yeah. an interesting culture. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, how about any, are you guys traveling at all over the holidays at all? Um, I was trying to go see my parents in Washington, D.C., but that's not happening because the flights are crazy. I guess because of, you know, the COVID, there's um, not as many flights. There's not as many, so the demand for them is up, yeah. Yeah, and the connections are strange. Like, you have uh, 20-hour layovers, and it's just a mess. And every country has its own rule, and so... Rules and everything. Yeah, you're just going to bag it for now. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, let's just be put, and then we'll figure it out. Let's just make burritos. Let's just make burritos. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. Burritos. Maybe I should turn the light on. The sun is coming down here. because. Yeah, no, I can see you guys good. I can see you good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a little brighter. There we are. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, is there anything... uh, is there anything else, maybe any other, maybe root, you know, kind of, you know, when we were talking about movement before, you know, is there anything you can tell people who are trying to make maybe improvements in their movement, you know, something or tools that, that, you know, they can use or ways to, you know, kind of get the most out of what they're doing in some way, like some kind of advice you could give somebody. I think that's a very personal question so my advice advice would be to try to deconstruct what you love and what your body needs to perform the things that you love okay everybody's individual in that yeah so that i mean i think that's a good way everybody can take that information and use it themselves so the things that you love figure out the best way to move and deconstruct it Yes. And figure out where the weaknesses go are. Deeper into it, yes. Go deeper into it and get lost in it because it's the things you love. So yeah. and it's infinite. So just going through it, right? But also, like, even though it's the things you love, they might need things that you don't love to help you do the things you love. So even like from that nucleus, look around and yeah. what can help you know the center yeah. point be stronger. Yeah. I think that's a lot of the work that, that Ruben actually does is that it's like, okay, I like to play football, let's say. So what do I need to play football? I need to be mobile. I need to have cardio. I need to be strong in these certain places. I need to wear, be aware of these certain things. And then you work around that so that when you go play football, you kill it and it's fun, you know? Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. I would say for me, the biggest thing, I noticed after I consistently did the things you told me for a while is I just felt in every position I was in, I felt more stable. Yeah. I felt that too in my body. So, so, So after I did consistently did those things, I felt, wow, when I hold, you know, I'm holding this kettlebell or doing whatever, I feel like from the bottom of my feet to my head, I'm in the ground, like, you know, bolted to the floor but not heavy that's right yeah there's a connectedness exactly it's what you said it's a connectivity that 
that yeah. you while you're performing you're not just are you doing reps no you are there you are you are really doing it you are really feeling it you are experiencing it's not just an exercise it's 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 yeah. us it's yeah. a deeper sense of the the way um, well which is why i love working with him doing what i do because i feel like ruben connects the body and i connect the the mind the spirit to the body you know and sure. when you feel both work together you can really understand the physical part to the the spiritual part and it all kind of makes sense it's the pool yeah. i noticed that a lot in the dc i noticed that for some DC, reason right? in the dc workshop yeah. more compared to the new york workshop yeah i agree i also think the dc workshop though being that it was in that pole dancing place mm-hmm. you know those i mean i love using a pole to stretch and stuff and to have it just like in the bottom of a squat and use it to move. Like, I feel like I can get my hips. If I have like a pole style of something to hang on to, I can get my hips like so loose and open. Yeah. 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 You use a lot of that, like a bar or a yeah. wall or something. Yeah. yeah. Like both like big, heavy kettlebells to use yeah. support. Yeah. Yeah. I have four, I have 45s, 45 pound kettlebells. And then I have five, 10, 15 and 20. So yeah. it's definitely enough, like it's, and then a couple bands. And I mean, I can basically do anything. Exactly. And I think I that's what makes Ruben's work so good is that it's not like you need a whole gym or all these crazy things or like, you know, these insanely heavy things that you're picking up. And it's like, yeah. it's just such simple exercises yeah. that everyone can do that puts you right in a perfect place. Man, the yeah. broomstick, man. The broomstick can kill you. Broomstick is brutal, man. Brutal. <laughs> the, broom, the broomstick with two and a half on each end can make you cry. It's, it's exactly. <laughs> and he just is all quiet and cute in the corner, and you're there like sweating and crying. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, six-pound broomstick with tears in your eyes. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> And like it's kind of like a little bit too hot with the sun, and like <laughs> a little bit of sand in your, you know, in your, in your ear. You know, I mean, just enough. To, he knows you, know, you but, well. <laughs> yeah, well, but also to that day is like, I feel like I already like I already had like emptied it all out in that room with you. Yeah. And then I was like, I was almost like, man, I wasn't ready for that right after almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really didn't. No, I know. I mean, I, next time I think I would book a two hour window in between the rest I a little agree. bit. I agree. But like not knowing what I was getting, like not really knowing what I was getting myself into, I think that was probably a mistake for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a mistake, but in a good in a good way, a mistake in no, a good No, no, I agree. You, it needs a moment. No, it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. It's, it's all intense. intense. I mean, because you need to be 100% aware all the time. That's what I was going to say, though, because Jeff showed up. Yeah. That was the thing, too, Jeff. Like when you showed up, you showed up 100%, you know? I'm well, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah so do what, it. You're gonna if you gotta do it, you might as well do it. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think that would probably be, I guess, my advice for anybody if you're gonna try anything or do anything, is if you're gonna do it, to just like completely do it and not like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna let me do this or whatever. And also too, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people talk about and hearing a lot of people talking about, you know, during quarantine about things that you always wanted to do but were afraid to do or something that you know 
something you wrote or something you said or something you recorded or a picture that you took that like you never might have put it out there or anything like that to just get it out there and just like let it out. You I know? mean, honestly, yeah. it's always the time, you know, it's like yeah. you're here now. Who knows you're going to be here tomorrow? Like just step up and do what you want to do. Yeah. When, when do you think was the moment for you? Because I feel like you're, you know, and I think why I think a lot of the things you do is so effective because I think you're in that space of like, you just let it out and don't give a fuck. Yeah, pretty like, much. <laughs> but, no, but, but, but like when, true. when do you think that moment was for you though? Oh, all the time. I mean, it's in my nature. My mother will tell you, you know, it's totally in my nature. And I think somehow it just never went away. It just got ballsier and ballsier because I think I see the, the effects of it. It's like, there's no, I mean, why wouldn't you, you know, there are no consequences to being who you are. There's only consequences to being who you are not. But when you're always there and you just show up as you, it's like, well, that's me. That's me. So there's nothing else I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get it, but I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm just now in my life getting to that point though. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's, and that's more common. And I think it's also because I got, I got really lucky. Number one, it's in my, it's in my nature. It's in my stars. It's in my birthday, like that. I'm already like that. But also I had parents who are also like that and never cut my flow. They just always let me be tomorrow. They were like, do you, and then supported me. And there was a lot of love in my household. And that's, that's rare, unfortunately, these days. Um, and which, which is why I feel an obligation to share this love and to share this like, fuck you attitude. Because I got lucky in my life, you know? I had a great upbringing. And, um, and I also like, I had a weird childhood because I grew up as an athlete. So I didn't really go to school with other kids or other things. I think I was always by myself. I was always alone a lot. And that just helped me be really strong in who I am. I never had conditioning from outsider people telling me. What you should be or how you should act or whatever. Exactly. And I think obviously most people don't grow up like that. They have other influences that kind of cut their flow, right? So it's only natural that you would then go into your adult years and then find yourself in the beginning place of like, okay, who am I? Where do I start? You know, and start asking all those questions where I asked those questions way, way, way early on. Right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I'm kind of reversing, you know? I'm yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I get it. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's interesting, different perspectives, right? Of how people, you know, um, yeah. I feel like just for many years, I was like on autopilot, just kind of doing the next thing I was supposed to do, right? Mo- right. Moving through doing the next thing you're supposed to do, not necessarily, you know, and just not necessarily deciding to like do X or decide to go in like deep and do it or just kind of going and going. And then yeah. when things aren't working, so right, you're like, man, I got to start really taking a look at this. And then start taking a look at it. And then I was like, okay, I can start to have tools. And hey, there's Mm -hmm. tools out there. I got to kind of start rooting through and see what tools are the tools that will help me and the tools that I resonate with and the people that I resonate with. And then it's like, you know, you start thinking about making choices of, you know, they talk about a lot of people talk about, you know, you're a, a product of the people that you associate with and where you put your energy and like what kind of energy you put out, what kind of energy you get back. So then just making the choices of putting your energy to be around those people that you want their energy back and things like that. Right. And just start doing that. And that for me, that's kind of what I did and kind of continue to try to do that now in my life 
like very uh, deliberately. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, when I hear you talk, it's like, to me, it's unfortunate that those things aren't being taught in schools early on, you know, having mm. kids question like, like who they are, what they want to be and how they asking those like pivotal life questions and learning about themselves, learning to meditate, learning to, to be curious in all sorts of different ways, because that's what happens. You buy into the construct that they sell you, right? Like go to school, go to college, get the degree, you'll get the job, and then you'll find the love of your life or whatever the fuck that is. And then when you're adult and then you realize like, wait, I've done everything you've told me to do. You sold me the story and I bought it and I am starting from zero. I don't even know who I am. I'm not happy. Exactly. That's when either you break or you do exactly what you did, Jeff, which is like, let me start getting the tools. Let me start asking the questions. But imagine if you would have been uh, presented those questions and those tools early on in your 15 life. 15 years earlier or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In elementary school, then, you know, it would... I. I'm not sure why our world is constructed the way it is like that our schools are. I mean, well, I do, but I'm not going to go there. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it, I think a lot of people find that like uh, that little moment of like that early midlife crisis where they're, they're forced to then look deeper, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that that's really like what happened to me is, I mean, I, in 2009, I got laid off my job after 13 years. Mm -hmm. And like when I got that job, I never thought I would have to get another job again. I was like, oh, this is it, man. I'm in. That's it. You know, I got the shiny little lab coat, whatever. And then, boom, I was like, oh, man, that I didn't see that coming. And it was like, you know, people can take that moment and make it like the worst day of their life. And I, when I was, when I went on my first yoga retreat, I went to Thailand and I went to Copenhagen and I went to the jungle for 16 days into the 16 day Ashtanga retreat. Yeah. And like, when you think like you're at the bottom and you don't know what to do, man, go sit in the jungle by yourself for 16 days. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that really, that moment for me kind of opened it up. And I look back now as that that experience of like my job losing my job and all I feel like was the best thing that ever happened in my life yeah but it took my life in a direction and made me understand and learn about like you know there's so many people out there and the world's such a big place that like there's all different kinds of places and people and perspectives of things to just start trying to find that that's right know? But like you said, I mean, you nailed it in that one sentence. When everything goes down, go sit alone in a jungle for a couple of weeks and you'll figure it out. <laughs> I think a lot, of, a lot more people need to spend time with themselves, you know? And uh, and I think like that's something that Ruben has done very early on, which is quite impressive, you know? Which spending time with yourself, asking yourself the real questions and just just sitting with yourself. It's that simple and all sorts of things will come up. No. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that's another thing, too, is, Ruben, I mean, you obviously have started that early because you're pretty young. Yeah, he's ahead of the game. Yeah. Like for for how young you are and how old are you? How old are you? I'm 29. 29. So for how young you are, being around you and your energy is much more, much I don't want to say older because it's not older. I would say like a much wiser kind of energy for your, for your age. I, and I, I felt that, which is, you know, that that's really rare to kind of feel that. Cause I feel like it's almost like a, a typical American United States, someone who's 28, 29, typically it's almost like, Oh man, they seem very young to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where I feel like your energy is like beyond your years of that wisdom. So I think I think it um, was a little similar to Tamara's bed because 
I was I grew up as an athlete and I also grew up a lot of time just by myself because my mom had to work so she could put food on the table. Uh, my father wasn't as present as he could be. Let's say this. Okay. Uh, so I spent a lot of time by myself, even as a child. Okay. Like, growing up, I grew up like that. And that made me just question things. Um, also, my best friend was had a lot of influence too, because um, yeah, we change ideas and yeah. Yeah, it, it, the secret really is in, in sitting with yourself for a while and seeing where you stand without any of the other opinions and all the other conditioning. You know, what's your opinion about you? you know? Yeah. I think, and, and that's the crazy thing is that even though we come from such different backgrounds and we both had that experience of, of growing up quite alone. And I think that's where that, that high, I don't know. Is that and also is the questioning. The question. Not accepting things just because it Except is. Accepting because somebody tells you. Yeah, but, exactly. Just yeah. have your fucking critical mind. Like, think for yourself. Act for yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're not troubling nobody. Perfect. Just do your shit. Uh, that's, a, that's a thing that I grew up with it. Like, okay, just, I just want to do my shit without uh, causing no harm to nobody. And it's good. That let's just flow from there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you know, ultimately the goal is always to reach the flow state, right? And stay there, you know, is really to, you know, be able to, you know, each, you know, people say you always train, you know, whatever you're training for, ultimately you're just training to exist in the flow state for an extended period of time, right? Is really the goal. Yeah. And again, that lives in your head and your thoughts. And if, if you're always looking outside of yourself for someone to help you reach your flow state, you're never going to find your flow ever you know yeah. because you're you're gonna be trying to dance to someone else's music while your music is on you're not even listening to your music because their music is louder than yours all the time yeah so you gotta listen to your own music yeah, yeah. turn up the volume you know yeah. this is loud even the beats you don't like <laughs> <laughs> just embrace everything that's right. That's right. just embrace everything yeah Embrace it and then sit with it and see what happens, right? And then act accordingly after. Yeah, yeah. and I think uh, you'll find that you'll you'll grow into your own beats. You know, you'll you'll figure out how to how to move them around to make it sound even more beautiful. But if you don't know your beats, how can you possibly arrange them? It's impossible. If you don't know, or if you don't believe, if you don't believe, belief is a big thing. Yeah, you gotta believe. But I think all children grow up believing. It's it's the again the conditioning that breaks the belief. Conditioning so, breaks the belief, then, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow. That's what okay. I think. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like almost like a mic drop moment. I think that Thank might you. be that. <laughs> I think that might be like we might have to take a bow and like <laughs> come down now because I can talk to you guys for like five more hours, but like. I think that might be a good place to kind of, you know, maybe stop there. And I think just people to, you know, listening to this, just to sit with all the stuff we just talked about for a moment and try it and see what happens. Um, can you tell everybody, you know, the best way where to find you guys and how to reach you and all this information, you know, how to reach both Tamara and Ruben and all their, their Instagram, all that will all be in the show notes. But if you want to kind of maybe tell everybody, 
where the best place to find you guys is, you know, would be great. Yeah, so pretty simple. The website where you can write both of us is uh, movement.com and it's spelled like you're meant to move. So M-O-V-N-O-E-M-E-A-N-T.com. And then uh, your Instagram is Oficina Movimiento. I'm Kuchira. And uh, you can come see us at Tete's Burritos in Cascais, <laughs> Portugal in January. We'll feed you. Awesome. Yeah, well, uh, Best of luck with the new business venture. And I promise I will come and eat burritos. At the you have to. Yeah, oh, 100%. And, you know, depending on what happens with COVID and travel and stuff like that, I definitely am considering the, the retreat. So. Oh, my God. I always, don't I say it all the time? Like, randomly, I'll be like, I want Jeff to come to the retreat. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll just throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, too. Um, yeah, thank you. And also, too, my uh, I've been working with a coach. And I'll give a shout out to my coach, Celestia. She's telling me. I was telling her that I go on a lot of retreats and she was telling me like, Oh, give me like, show me one that you're going on. She said, she's never done one before. And I was oh, right. like, man, that would be a good one for her to go as her first one to come see you guys. So yeah, it's a cool one. Cause we do a lot of different things, you know? Yeah. Not me. Of- I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I mean, it's not a matter of like, I'm, it's just a matter of it'll work and like what the travel stuff's like, you know what totally. I mean? So, totally. I feel so. you. But, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having yeah. us. You're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great, and it was great to see, and I can't wait to give you guys a hug, hopefully sometime yeah. in 2021. Yeah. And, uh, that was episode three, and then stay tuned for the other guy will come on at the end here, and he's going to make you guys a fresh beat, so something for you to dance sweet. with. So, I'll dance to it and send it to you. Uh, awesome. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I love you guys. Take care. Love you, Jeff. Love you. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. check one two. Oh man that's a lot of pressure guys I mean, you're lucky i'm talking on this thing i have a week to come up with a separate limited edition style let's call it jp and the other guys movement remix i say remix because at the end of the podcast you said something that just it made me it reminded me that i wanted to do something with this older vocal and i think it's the perfect time to do it i have so much to say and I don't know where to start, so I'm going to let the music speak. Once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of our family. And it's not over. Yeah, and I think uh, you'll find that you'll, you'll grow into your own beats, you know? You'll, you'll figure out how to, how to move them around to make it sound even more beautiful. But if you don't know your beats, how can you possibly arrange them? It's impossible. If you don't know or if you don't believe. If you don't believe. Belief is a big thing. Yeah. You got to believe. You got to believe.